Welcome traders, this is VP and this is the Forex Q&A podcast. As always, I don't like to waste your time, so we will jump right into things. Now, I did shoot an episode zero, which tells you a little bit about the podcast, and a little bit about my backstory, and I suggest you go listen to that first just so you get an idea of where I'm coming from and how I qualify myself and why you should listen to me in the first place. But if you have done that already, then welcome to episode one. And uh, you might recall me saying in episode zero that that would be the only episode where I didn't field an actual question from you, the listener. Well, I was wrong. I thought about it and I came up with a pretty good idea. And that idea was to begin the entire podcast series with the top four questions that people already ask me as a Forex trader. Um, just so you don't accidentally ask those questions. And you, at some point, have probably wanted to know the answer to one of these questions, and we're just going to go ahead and answer it now. So this will probably be a longer podcast than normal, since I'm answering four questions instead of one. Um, but stick with this. I think you're going to enjoy the last question. I hope you do. Some people laugh when I tell them what question number one is. The, the, the most asked question I get when people find out I do what I do. But let's go ahead and get to it. Now, if you want to ask me a question, you may do so, and I will get back to you as soon as I possibly can. You just go to nononsenseforex.com, click on the Ask VP tab, and there's a form right there where you can ask me just about anything you could possibly want to ask. As long as it's Forex trading related, uh, I'll get back to you within 48 hours if I can. And real quick before we begin, too, I want you to know that most of these questions I get asked are by Americans. And Americans don't often know what Forex is, which depending on where in the world you're listening to this, it might sound crazy, but you have to understand something. When it comes to investing, most Americans don't invest or trade in foreign currencies. We have a really, really big stock market, and that's what we know, and that's what we do, to where most countries don't have a very big stock market. Uh, the majority of them don't, and so their game is Forex. I always compare it to the NFL and then soccer, football, you know, the... Our stock market is the NFL. It's gigantic, heavily traded. It's all we care about. And to where Forex is soccer. Forex is what the rest of the world does. Um, so when I get these questions, sometimes they're kind of dopey. Um, but you just have to understand, they're usually being asked by people who don't really trade the markets we trade. But then again, sometimes they aren't. Sometimes these are asked to me by very experienced Forex traders. So you just don't know, but these are certainly the most common ones I get, and I did the top four because these are the four questions I get asked the most by far. So let's get right into it, shall we? Question number four. If I had to rank them, I would say this is the fourth most asked question I get when people find out what I do, is this, where do you think the euro is going to go, up or down? And you can insert euro with dollar, with pound, with yen, with really anything. So what they're asking me to do is forecast where I think a certain currency is going. The euro seems to be the one people ask about the most for some reason. Now, this is a very vague question because you have to, t like, what time frame are you asking first? Uh, by the end of this week? Today? You know, by the end of the calendar year? What, what do you want to know? You know? People seem to leave that part out. Um, but it doesn't matter because my answer is always the same. And my answer is this. I have no idea. And believe me, that's a good thing. Now, this is certainly not the answer people want to hear, and it shocks them and automatically makes them discredit <laughs> what I do and who I am because they're like, well, this is what you do. This is what you're about. How do you not have some kind of idea where things are going? And then I'm kind of stuck because now I need to explain it to them, and they might not quite understand what I'm talking about at this point, but I explain it anyway, and I tell them, look, 
I am a technical trader. I have charts right in front of me that are going to tell me where things are going to go, but not a week from now or a year from now. No, right now. I wake up, do my morning routine, get all my stuff out of the way, and then at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I open my laptop up, since it's the end of the day, and I look at my charts. I have every currency pair I trade laid out, and every time I go to a particular currency pair, my chart is going to tell me to do one of three things. Either to make a trade, long or short, or to manage a trade I'm already in, or to do nothing and simply move on to the next one. And then that's it. I'm done. It's pretty great. And again, this is not the answer they want to hear <laughs> because I didn't really answer their question for one. Um, but I tried to explain a little bit behind my processes. And uh, it's just, just not something they want to hear. They want to know if something's going up or down so they can take advantage of it or they can go sound smart in front of their friends uh, because a pro actually said it. You know, whatever their motivation was for asking me the question, um, this one does not get answered because I genuinely do not know and do not care. And believe me when I tell you this, this is a really, really good thing. I'll make a whole other video talking about how trying to forecast where things are going, um, even if it's just based on charts, uh, much less fundamental analysis. Forecasting is a sucker way to go. It will lead to nothing but misery down the line. The only people who make money forecasting where the markets go are the people on TV. And I'll tell you right now, they're not great traders. They're great at being analysts. They're great at being smart about what's going on. But when it comes to actual pen to paper trading, they're not very good. Now, you might find this hard to believe. You might not believe me at all when I say this, but you know who does? Ray Dalio, the most successful hedge fund investor on the planet. Net worth of $17.4 billion. He agrees with me, so you probably should too. I'll actually go reference it right now. I have his book, which is, honestly, Principles by Ray Dalio is the single best investment book of our generation, if you haven't gotten it already. But I'm going to open it right now to page 42. If you have it in front of you, there is an italicized section right in the middle, and the very first sentence is this, and I quote, Truth be known, forecasts aren't worth very much, and most people who make them don't make money in the markets. End fucking quote. Now it goes on to explain a little more and kind of talks about what does work, and honestly, everything, I was so excited when I read this book, because everything this guy thinks and does I would say 95% of it kind of aligns with the way I do my trading too. So that was really empowering and very comforting to hear. But let's not get too far away from this. What he just said is the key thing to understand here. And again, I'm going to do a whole video on why fundamental analysis is a huge waste of time. And I'm going to reference this again, but just know forecasting is a sucker's game. Stop wasting your time on it. It does nothing but cost you money. And more importantly, it costs you time. And the greatest thing about Forex trading is you can have both in this business if you want to. But step one is to stop forecasting. And if somebody asks you where the euro's going or where the pound's going and you don't know, that's okay. I don't trade Forex to impress people. I trade because I want that rare combination of money and time. And I hope that's why you trade too. If that's the reason why you trade, you are on the right podcast. And if you can, please, it means a lot. Subscribe, give me a like on iTunes, anything you can. This podcast is just starting. And if you want honest content like this that you're not going to get anywhere else, subscribe and stay with me. I got new content coming out every single week, whether it's a podcast, whether it's on my YouTube channel, No Nonsense Forex, or the website, nonsenseforex.com. 
If you guys stick with me, your trading has nowhere to go but up. All right, so on to question number three. Now, question number three is kind of a derivative of question number four, um, but it's, it's unique onto itself. And I'll just go ahead and tell you what it is. Uh, the question is, based on blank, something that just happened, some world event, some election, whatever, where do you think blank, whatever currency, plug it in, euro, dollar, pound, where do you think it's going to go? So I'll fill in the blanks for you. The, the main question I got asked was, after the Trump election, where do you see the dollar going? And this is a very different question because I actually know the answer to this, but there's no way I would tell the common person because there's a twist. So let's take the Trump election. Now, remember, he wasn't supposed to win. So when he did, people really wanted to jump on any kind of investment that could piggyback off of the surprise because the markets had already priced in a Hillary Clinton win and it didn't happen. And now I can forecast this because I know how Forex works and I know how the banks work. And if you don't understand right now that the big banks are the people who actually decide whether the price of anything goes up or down, then you need to watch my video that I made on this topic alone. And I'll link it down below because it's the number one thing every single Forex trader has to know before you even start trading. If you don't know who and why money goes up and down, you probably think you know, but unless you really know and understand how it works, you shouldn't even be trading. It's the base level stuff you need to understand. So click that link after you're done with the podcast. But I knew that the value of the dollar was going to get weaker in the long term. When that change was going to happen, I did not know. Now, I knew the dollar was going to get weaker because a cheaper dollar makes the economy go up. Now, Trump is a money guy. His entire identity has been wrapped around the fact that he is a successful money guy. He is not going to let the economy fall under his watch. And staying true to form, the economy has done nothing but rise on air since he entered office. And you really, really need a cheap dollar to do that. So I knew that the euro-dollar pair, for example, was going to go up. I just didn't know when, and I knew it wasn't going to be right away. I told my private clients this. I said, look, I don't make forecasts, but for the love of God, whatever you do, don't go long on the euro dollar just yet. And if you go to a chart right now, go to a daily chart of the euro dollar, you can see exactly what happened. Conventional wisdom is what I just told you, that the value of the dollar was going to get cheaper so the economy could go up and stay up, thus making the euro dollar pair go higher. Most of us know that, right? But do you know who knows that we know that? The big banks. And they knew there were going to be a ton of long positions entering the euro dollar. And they were right. So in other words, the banks had all that free money that they could just take, just sitting there, waiting to go long the euro dollar. So what do you think they did? They took it short. And they took it short pretty hard. And Forex investors, especially the ones that went long euro dollar, didn't know how to handle it. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know what was happening. And you'll even see on that chart, there was a point in time where they took it up a little bit just to give people a glimmer of hope that the end was over and the reversal was finally starting to happen. And then what did they do? Boom. Took it down even harder. And they waited. And as soon as almost every last euro dollar long investor was out of the pool, then and only then did they start taking the euro dollar long. The big banks knew, yes, the value of the dollar needs to get less expensive, and it's going to, but we decide when. Not you, the Forex investor, not you, the Forex trader, 
us. Now, rarely do I ever make a forecast, but when I do, it's because I know exactly what's going on behind the scenes. At least I know what their mentality is. You know, it's a really good place to start. And I nailed this one. But for your average Joe walking around the street or somebody I just met you know, to ask me that question, I'm not going to answer it. Again, I'm going to act like I really don't know, even though this time I do know the answer, because it's a, it's a complex answer that you as a Forex trader understand, but most people aren't going to. Now, when it came to things like Brexit, I honestly had no idea. So that was a pretty easy answer. But if there's ever a world event that happens, and because of it, you have a pretty solid idea whether a currency is going to go up or down, just know that other people have it figured out too, and the big banks aren't going to let you win right away. So anticipate price to go the other way for a while. Just kind of stay out of the pool and let, let the market do what it does before you make any kind of long-term investments in the market. So moving on to question number two, and uh, things have cooled off a bit on this, or it would be number one, um, but and you, you probably saw this coming. Question number two is, do you trade crypto? So by crypto, Bitcoin, Ethereum, anything else that's out there right now, and my answer is no, I do not. End of story. Now as to why I don't dislike crypto, um, I like the idea of it. It's uh, something really cool that's that's coming into the the investment plane right now, and uh, I salute all the people that got in early and had the sense to get out at a certain time, or or people that are trying to buy and hold. You know, whatever you're doing, you know, you took the chance. You deserve good or bad, whatever happens to you. But for me, I only play games I know I can win. This is why I don't invest in stocks. This is why I don't touch crypto. This is why I don't play blackjack. If I don't have an edge. If I am supposed to lose my money by the time the game's over, I don't touch it. It doesn't, I'm not in it for the thrill. Actually making money is the thrilling part. And if I have a realistic chance to do that, then that's what I'm going to choose to play. And crypto certainly is not it. I know how the big banks work. I know their thought process. I don't know who the people who control crypto, what their thought process is, why things go up and down. So there's, there's a huge disadvantage to me right there from the start. Also, I've tried charting crypto. I've tried charting Bitcoin against the USD. Uh, it's not a pretty chart. The chart does not follow my algorithm very well at all. So there goes that. So no, I, I don't trade crypto. I have no opinion on whether it's going up or down. I wish some of these investors the best, but crypto did bring in a lot of very new, novice, stupid investors. So it's going to kind of be fun from the sidelines watching how this whole thing plays out. But I'm not going to be a part of it one way or the other. So we are on to question number one. Drum roll with my fingers. Now, I hope this question does not hit home for you. I hope you understand the question and see the humor in it. But it's a bit of an unfortunate situation uh, in the end for the people who got caught up in this. But my number one question I get when people find out that I'm a professional Forex trader is this. So I have this Iraqi dinar laying around. Um, do you think it's ever going to go up in value? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, not this question again. So if you're wondering, uh, there's two reasons why somebody would ask me this question. Uh, number one, back during the Iraq war, uh, they had they were there or a relative was there and they brought back a bunch of the currency and maybe just as a souvenir for, or whatever. And it's just sitting there and they want to know if it has any value. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but the more likely reason is that they got scammed. 
Now, the gist of this was the scammer would approach you and say, now that the Iraq war is over, we have brought more democracy to a very large country that has a lot of oil, and all they need is to create an infrastructure and get things going again, and their currency is going to take off, or something to that effect. Um, yeah. And then they try to sell you a bunch of useless Iraqi dinar, which, you know, if you want to know how the story ends, you can go look at a 20-year chart of uh, the dollar to, I think it's the... Uh, IQD, so the USD slash IQD, and you'll see it really hasn't gone anywhere, and it's probably not going to for a very long time. Um, they kind of missed the point when it comes to Iraq rebounding. Um, first off, in many ways, we haven't really left. Second, you can't tell a country who's been a theocracy for centuries to all of a sudden flip everything around and become a democracy and everything's going to all of a sudden be good again. doesn't really work that way. And three, you should be very wary of anybody who approaches you with something like this. But they fell for it, and they held on, and they just keep trying to find some reason to believe. And maybe that reason will come, but it is probably not going to. That whole area still has the deck highly stacked against itself. And I know I said I don't make forecasts, but if I were to make one, it would be that you, know, you should light it on fire, frame it, keep it as a reminder to yourself to not get scammed like this ever again. But that would be my answer to the single most asked question I get as a Forex trader. So if either one of these four questions was uh, the top question on your mind, uh, great, now you have an answer, and it costs you nothing. Um, but what will also cost you nothing is to ask me any question you want. So again, go to nononsenseforex.com, click on SVP, fill out the form, and ask me anything. And there's a little checkbox there if you want your question to air on an episode of the Forex Q&A podcast, uh, feel free. This is how I get my episodes, so I rely on you. So ask me anything. Go check out the videos. Go check out the site. Subscribe. Give me a like. Anything you can do. I, in return, I will send you a brand new podcast episode every Monday. Um, it'll be right there in the morning for you here in North America and South America. And maybe just a little bit later in Europe. i got to figure out how to do this exactly, but I'll, I'll figure it out. And you'll get one every Monday. Start your day off right. Make yourself a better and better Forex trader every single week by listening to the things that you don't always necessarily want to hear, but the stuff you really need to hear that you are not getting anywhere else. It is the only way to get better at this game. It is the only way to finally get to that point to where you can have that time-money combination that nobody else has. Right here on the Forex Q&A podcast. We'll see you in episode two.